Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles In the marbles Hey everybody and welcome to episode 34 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. I am Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Viva Le Ethan. And I'm Soda. You can find me on Twitter at Soda underscore Hunter. Man... Episode 34, what you think when you think of 34? Well, right now it's Michael McDowell. For that's, sure. Yeah. That's the only answer right now. He's like one of the most prominent ones in the 34 period, right? Because he's a Daytona 500 champion. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly who I think of, uh, Michael McDowell. Uh, historically, Wendell Scott. Oh, for sure, yeah. These, he's the only African-American to, uh, well, not now, but he was the first African-American to win a NASCAR Cup Series race. And what was the story behind that? I think because he wasn't given the race initially, wasn't the story, if I remember correctly, I think the story was because of where it was and the time period it was at, they chose not to award him the win in front of that crowd because they were worried that he would actually be in danger leaving the track. Or something like that. So they bumped him back a lap because it's a rough mm-hmm. time in the South back then. They yeah. they bumped him back a lap and they gave it to him two or three days later after the fact. I think that's the story they're going with. I don't know if that's actually how it went down, but that's the story NASCAR goes with. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's pretty spot on. That's exactly what I've heard my entire uh, NASCAR fandom, so I I don't know if there's a different. I mean, I get it. Uh, story, but I get it. If if you're trying to really look out for the safety of one of your drivers when he legitimately wins or something like that, I I get that. But at the same time, it's kind of sorry that I had to have go that way. Yeah. You know, but yeah, whatever. Times have changed. You know, you know, it was 1990 when he passed away. Oh, good little bit ago. Yeah. You know one the thing way of spinal spinal cancer. Oh geez. You know one thing about this sport is that our heroes in this sport tend to live long lives. Yeah. You know, we, we tend to have drivers drivers usually die of old age in our sport. Not of yeah, most of the time. Yeah, not of heart attacks at forty five years old from steroids or over drug abuse or anything like that. We don't tend to have that in NASCAR. Usually, I mean, I just met 
Red, I've re, I've recently met Red Farmer, Bobby Allison, Donnie Allison, and Richard Petty. I have met them like in the last 15, 20 years at least. Yeah. And some of them just in the last three months. And every one of them has got to be in the 80s or 90s at least. Oh, yeah. I would say so. I think Bobby Allison's about past his wins now. Yeah. <laughs> he, has a, I mean, he has 85 wins. Isn't he about over that now? He's looking rough. He is looking rough. I, I, will I say thought that. that when I saw Richard Petty on TV a couple of years ago. Jeez Louise. Yeah. But, but then, you know, you, you see him now and he's, he's all over like, uh, he's all over social media and stuff with that petty garage that they have. Yeah. And he looks great. He and does? he's, he's, he's so active right now. He's, he's gotta be, he's at least 90 something, right? Or is he high eighties? Uh, I mean, I can figure it out real fast. I, I have no idea what he is, but he's in that era. Um, for sure. The 34 car, you have any stats on number 34? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Richard Petty was born in 1937, by the way. Okay. So 85. So 85. I could have swore he'd be older than that. I, yeah, I mean, I thought he'd be pushing 95. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, but yeah, 34. So in the, in, in NASCAR, 34 has had. 1,147 wins. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, Not wins. Not wins. You thought the no. 11 was the winningest number in racing. No, it yeah. is not. Psych. Uh, so it's 1,147 <laughs> races, 38 top fives, 206 top tens, 574 top 20s, two poles, and only five wins. And I know two off the top of my head because we named them. One for Michael McDowell and one for um, Wendell Scott. Yep. I can't. Well, do you know him? Barking yeah, at, I'm I do. Talking to Mac, barking at me. Here. Oh, oh! <laughs> I was like, I'm reading them right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not, if I don't have a chance to get them, who are they? Uh, well, one you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself. Oh, for, well, but hang on a... now, stop. If I'm gonna hate myself, I mean, it, it ain't it ain't the Bush series or anything. Todd Bodine won in 34 there. Nope. Um, come on now. What I mean, one was at your home track. Right? What, Talladega? Is that, yeah. Is that where you got that win at? Now, now I'm questioning myself. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's Talladega or not. Oh... Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. Go ahead. All right. So Wendell Scott has one win, mm-hmm. but he has 469 races in the 34 car. So way you know past everybody else. Uh, Michael McDowell won the Daytona 500 in 2021. David Reagan has one win. Okay. The same car. Is that the Talladega? Is the same car? Yeah. I don't know if that's Talladega or not, honestly. I, I think that I might know. be Darlington. Oh shoot! You're right. Yeah, did he win the Southern 500 one year like that? Yeah, was he in the 34? I can't remember. But uh, Chris Busher, remember he won at Pocono in the fall. Yeah, goodness, that 34 car's done something. Yeah, and then you have uh, last but not least Jim Roper. Okay, 
Jim Roper, man, that's a that's an old name. Yeah, you don't happen to know where that 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 win came at, do you? Uh, I no, it's fine. No, you ain't got to do all the Google stuff. It's fine. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> oh, I believe it was at. It was not at Kansas. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> that's the first thing that popped up was one at Kansas. Probably short track. Uh, just tell me where it's at, bro. <laughs> I will figure this out. No, but it looks it. like it was a long time I'm, ago. I'm, so I'm thinking it's probably a short track, maybe on a dirt track. Maybe. Oh, it was that Charlotte. Oh, well, there you go. I was wrong. 1949. <laughs> the first. That is the first. Uh, that's the second year. Okay, it's the second year of NASCAR. <laughs> I thought for a minute there he won the first race. I'm like that's not right. And Red Byron win the first yeah. race. No, nope. or uh, 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 yeah, I think so. I think he won the first Red race Byron. in the championship. Yeah, it was 197 laps, and he led 47. Um, kind of goes into yep. into a question. If we, I mean, we ain't got nothing to talk about. It's the off season, right? Yeah, we don't. Uh, has there been been any news? Uh, I tell you what, go ahead the- and go into the diecast stuff. Okay, yeah. So our friends at Lionel Racing announced uh, today, I saw on Facebook that they announced that there's going to be t- 10 waves of NASCAR Authentics for 2022. So that means they have less than, what, three, four weeks to get to pump out, what, four more waves? Now, are they just talking about the 2022 season of cars or actually physically in the calendar year 2022? See, normally... Uh, the you know 2022 or like 2021 uh bleeds over mm-hmm. to january so i'm not sure but i mean they just popped out two two waves back to back i think like two days or something but they announced wave five which you can find at your local walmart target or meyer store uh it'll include ross chastain finally and Ad- advent health uh chevy martin truex jr the auto Owner's insurance. I can't read, obviously, today. Uh, Austin Cindric's going to be in his discount tire. Joey Logano will be auto trader. Uh, Daniel Suarez will be, uh, what's that? Com, was it Comscope Com- or something? That purple. And I thought that was Tootsie. Red. No, it's not Tootsie. Uh, Tootsie's just the next later. wave. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and then after that, it's going to be the Chase Elliott Napa car oh chase elliott uh, Corey, wow, that's a good that's a good surprise i was I'm glad they i thought they were gonna forget <laughs> to put chase elliott in this wave but i'm glad they did oh, it gets, i'm glad they did it gets worse I know. uh <laughs> uh cory lajoy is gonna be in his uh awesome baby that blue cool car built uh sponsorship yeah i'm really excited i, about I, that I got two immediately i want to get out of this this lineup and it's a ross chastain and the cory lajoy yeah, absolutely. Uh, to finish off, we have Denny Hamlin in his normal FedEx <laughs> paint scheme and Brad Kozlowski in the Violent Defender. Violent. Violent Defender. <laughs> Violet <laughs> Defender. <laughs> actually, that's a really cool one. There. So Wave 6 is actually really cool. Uh, a lot of cool paint schemes. Starting off with Ryan Blaney in his black and yellow uh, advanced auto part diecast. We have uh, 
uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the 47 Irish Springs. That one, yeah. And it had a gain on it, too. Wasn't that it? Uh, I'm not seeing not seeing game, but I it thought I saw a picture has... of one with gain on it. Like, cause you yes, know how he like you... half his car is one color and half the car is another color. Yeah. So the 47 of Stenhouse, it's going to be like, uh, I think Kroger's on the hood and then Irish spring is on the side. You're thinking of something okay. else that I'm about to get to. Oh uh, yeah. I know. I, I know. I, I, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Harrison Burton is going to be in his, uh, the number 21 red and yellow, or red and yellow, red and white decks imaging uh die cast so that's mm-hmm. gonna be cool uh eric jones in the 43 u.s army paint scheme austin Sindrick is gonna be in his uh, i don't know like his tron, tron. Car. yeah it's yeah, not tron like really but cool. it's it's like cascadia or something like that or something it, it's a yeah it's, it looks a lot like the gopro cars on ross really and uh and daniel suarez but yes. it, it has more of a Tron look. While like it, I don't know the 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 one in ninety nine kind of looked like something. They kind of like Jackson Storm or something like that from Cars Three. Yeah, the oh, yeah. two looks like it's it. You take the you take the Tron helmet and go race a light cycle. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Uh, continuing on, we have uh, Kyle Larson in his red and white Valvoline. I bet you like that one. I love that one. I love that paint scheme. But your favorite is uh, we have Chase Elliott in the Kelly Blue Book oh, yeah. paint scheme. I'm so glad uh, they do a Chase Elliott. You know, I thought for a minute they weren't going to put a Chase Elliott in this one, but you know, they ride, they ride the world. Didn't I say that the last series too? Yeah, mm. I think we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, then we have Ty Dillon in the number 42 gain. Uh, Food That's City. a very cool looking car. Very cool. I am super excited about that. And rounding out wave six, we have Daniel Suarez and his pink, well, purple and magenta Tootsie's magenta. Fuchsia. Yeah, magenta. Uh, Tootsie's paint scheme. Really, uh, two really pretty solid uh, waves for mm-hmm. racing. So I'm pretty excited about It'd that. It'd be fun to see them in stores. Uh, it's always fun to see some of the ones you've never seen before. You know, like that, uh, that Ty Dillon is going to be fun to look for. The, uh, the Chastain, uh, I think you've seen a couple of Suarez's by now, but um, yeah, the the new Roush Fenway Keselowski cars, all of those look great. I can't wait until you get more of like the GoPro and maybe some of these uh, paint schemes that Roush Chastain actually won in this year. I think he's just by only one. Oh, absolutely right. Yep, uh, I believe so. So it'd be cool to see some of these. I, I like the red and black anyway. But it'd be cool to see some of these uh, other more notable paint schemes from this year start to show up eventually. But they're getting there. They could just yeah, keep Chase Elliott out of a series. They'd probably get more in, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> no joke. You know what I'm really excited to see is when Rowdy Energy decides to come on board full-time for a – uh, Cup Series car, and we can start getting Rowdy Energy NASCAR Authentics. Now, see, I would do that. I am literally running off an hour's sleep from yesterday. Oh yeah, so I've I've um I've had a day. Oh, I bet this is actually my second Rowdy Energy. See, I had one this hour, morning. So now you're going to be up for a while. Yeah, I I normally have to keep myself awake until about two or three a.m. and then go to sleep. Uh, so I stay on schedule just the way that 
Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to stay on schedule for sure. Um, yeah. The, uh, I had a rowdy energy this morning after my coffee, probably about two hours after my coffee because I was, I was starting to crash for not being able to get any sleep last night. And right. I think I wasn't able to get no sleep last night because I drank a rain at about 5 p.m. Uh-huh. And I think that kept me awake all night long. And they don't normally do that to me. So oh, I'm wow. not going to touch an energy drink. I'm not even touching coffee or anything tonight. I'm just straight up uh, water tonight. Nothing special. Water. You say water? Water. water. Don't make fun of the way I talk. Water. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so, I it's just, not water. Water. Why? Water. It, it, it definitely is water. It's that's how I say it. Water. 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 Mm, it's a Kansas thing. Why? <laughs> it's definitely a Kansas thing for sure. <laughs> um, uh, real quick, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to dwell on this too much. We really don't have a whole lot to talk about. There's no news. I mean, well, okay, wait. Kyle, Kyle Bush drove a three car in some endurance racing at Coda. And he oh, won. Did he win? I don't even know that. I just saw a picture yes. of him in the three. Yeah. Austin Dillon, uh, Kyle Bush. I thought there was one more driver. Uh, Sheldon Creed, hmm. I believe. They uh, won the endurance race. So, man, if that's not something, I don't know what is, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really now for everybody that's wondering. Like endurance race has nothing to oh, do no. with NASCAR. They they, they just uh, the NASCAR like, team sported a car in it. Yeah, it's just a uh, kind of like a for fun type of thing, and it was actually at Coda, which is in Austin, uh, Austin, Texas. So, and that's a, the same racetrack that NASCAR Cup Series and Xfinity, and I think trucks will also race that later mm-hmm. in the season in twenty twenty three. Uh, so that happened. The snowball derby happened this past weekend. A uh, lot of cup and uh, a couple of cup and some Xfinity and truck series drivers entered that and they all like wrecked yeah. each other and crashed and stuff like that. So it wasn't a whole lot with them. I think the late mile driver that wound up winning it actually has led to like 92% of the laps of the last three races there, but he just never oh, wow. got to lead the last lap. Are you talking about yeah. Snowball? Who won? Oh, don't quote me on that. I have no idea his name. I don't know him. I he's he's a huh, super I, late uh, model driver whose team is closing at the end of the year. So this was their last race in his team, and they won the okay. Snowball Derby. So I know Josh Berry, who is a NASCAR Xfinity Series driver for JG. Uh, Josh Berry, JR. Uh, Majeski was in it. William Byron was in it. Brad Keselowski was in it. Noah Gregson was in it. That's some big names in this thing. Big names this year. Yeah, I think Carson Quaffle was also in it as well. Uh, let's. I'm trying to figure out who won it because I, I thought the main event was tonight. No. no. Yeah, oh, it, it was yesterday. Oh, wow. You had the Snowflake oh, wow. 100, which was like a, uh, it's not a super late model. It's like a pro late model race. Uh, and it's 100 laps in the Snowball Derby. I, for, I don't forget how many laps. It's like 300 or something like that. That happened Sunday. Yeah. So the winner of the 55th an, an, oh, annual. Hello. 55th annual See, Snowball I'm trying Derby. To teach you how to say words now. Yeah, words are fun. Talk about water again. Water. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Derek Thorne actually won that race uh, with Sammy Smith coming in second. 
Uh, let's see, William Byron finished sixth. Ty Majeski finished tenth. Brad was not Derek good. Krause. Uh, Derek Krause, who was a truck series driver, he finished 19th. Noah Gregson, who will be making his NASCAR Cup Series debut this year in 2023, finished 20th. Yeah, I think he got into a crash with Josh uh, Berry or something. Yeah, Josh Berry finished 25th. Jesse Love, 27th. Corey Heim, 28th. Uh, Eric Jones, 33rd. Uh, Eric Jones, that's right. And that's, that's uh, all kind of the bigger names. Brad uh, in it? Also. Brad Kozlowski was not. Did he not make the race? So I don't. I don't know if he made the race. (laughs) He might not have because the uh, the two practices I saw, the one that he was in, he was thirty third on the grid. He might not have made the race. I mean, he's from what I was seeing on Instagram, he was not very fast (laughs) at all. (laughs) Oh goodness gracious! Like the biggest name of all of them there, and he doesn't even make the race. Whew. Goodness, yeah. So I debated whether or not I was going to do this on this show. Uh oh. I debated because it is toting the line of copyright infringement, gimmick infringement, right? Yeah, for sure. Line. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to make this a mainstay, but we talked about it last week off the air. It's like, I can play that thing. So, like, Jeff brings out his flute once in a while on Fully Postable. He didn't do it this week, but once in a while on Fully Postable, he brings out that that recorder, the little flute he's got. And I learned how to play that thing in sixth grade. And I've known ever since how to play that thing. I mean, me and you, we were, you have yours too. We're not going to do a duet or nothing like that. Um, oh well, well we yeah. can actually. <laughs> we we can give the people what they want. Let's wants be honest. That. Nobody even wants these these things to make any noise when they can play. What are you talking about? You're very good. I'm extremely talented. I mean, give me a song and I you, can, I can. I just showed you the octave key, like now. All right. So like John Cena's theme song. Check this out. <laughs> you don't hum. Oh my gosh, you don't hum. Well. Well, listen. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. See, I don't have to prove myself. Like that. <sighs> You're always showing me up, pal. Well, I can I can actually play it. I know the name of I the wish notes I had, and all that. I wish I had talent. <laughs> I was trying to remember some of the things that I, I I'm I'm not fluent enough on it now to yeah. actually just spout off a bunch of different songs i have to like really think of it and kind of play it by ear which i can but it's yeah. gonna be a lot of messing up until i get it so i don't really want to do that but i can like uh what's the titanic theme my heart will go on oh yeah like that you're a wizard not, soda i just know how to play this thing jeff <laughs> Jeff, I'm talking to you now. Look, I know you listen. I think you listen. I'm not sure, but I Hopefully. think you listen to some of it anyway. I think that's the thing. I think people listen to some of it. So I want to hear this and just skip. skip. I want to hear this. <laughs> Why do I care about racing? Um, turn up, cancel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want any pointers? 
do you want any tips, any tricks? I was trying to teach Ethan a little bit how to play, and I think I've actually taught him a couple of things on it just before the show started. For a small fee, <laughs> you, you too could sound like soda. Well, that was gross. Thank you, Max. <laughs> That's what he thinks about that. But I thought I had lost the recorder, and I, I did. I don't know where the actual recorder is. That that's what these things are called. I mean, flutes. They're not really flutes. They're called recorders. Uh, my wife picked up another one for me just yesterday for seven dollars. They're cheap plastic things, but you know, better than the one dollar things that you find sometimes, like in parties, little party supplies and stuff like that. They don't play. Yeah, they don't play at all. That's just a noisemaker. This actually is an instrument you know that jeff has and you have and i have but if any if you know if you want any tips i do know the name of these notes all the i know exactly which holes to cover to put which sounds out there i, I know everything about this so if somebody actually does want to learn how to play john cena's theme music and i just go <laughs> like that oh, oh isn't that awful this sounded it sounded worse. Than that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not making fun of him. If you don't know, you don't know. Hey, yeah. I don't know either. So Jeff, Jeff, I'm right. There I only with know you because I, I I learned it in sixth grade. This was the first instrument we learned until we got our real instruments. And I had a saxophone, you? and the saxophone has the exact same keys as this. That's the only instrument I've seen that has the exact same uh, combinations and notes as the recorder does. So to clarify, you did you did not learn John Cena's theme song in No, I learned grade. it right you now. You learned how to play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just off the whim because he's a Yeah. He's a recorder a recorder wizard. wizard. Yeah. Can Cantina Band for Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. I learned that in a sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. What? Cantina Band from Star Wars. Yeah. Oh. I don't. I've never seen well, Star Wars. There's a there's a scene in the very first Star Wars, the old 1977 one. I guess it's episode four now, um, where near the beginning of the movie they go into this bar, and that's what the band's playing. The band's playing that song, and that's what that's what that oh, is. Wait, that was a that was a that was a little jingle on TikTok for Probably. a while. Yeah, okay. I, I recognize it from but TikTok. I don't recognize it's it. It's the wrong key, but it's like the best key that I can play it on the recorder because it, you are limited on the notes and stuff you can play on the recorder. It only goes so far. But, man, how about we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to get into some questions and some fun facts. Let's do it. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair.
So how do you make a commercial about something so random? I don't know. You make it pretty random. That's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh, But come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. The kids are the kids are a bear. They are. Uh, but yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Speaking of tales from the estate, we got some questions from there. Awesome. Drew from Tales from the Estate asks, "What is your favorite NASCAR swag?" Be specific. I have some. If you got to think about it for a minute, I got okay. some. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, recently, um, just a couple months ago, I got that hat signed, that Alabama gang hat signed by Bobby Allison and Donnie Allison. So that's amazing. And Nicole, actually, for Christmas, she's already given me this gift because she can't stand it. She can't stand it. She if she has a gift. She's like, it's not going to wait a month before I give it. I'm going to give it to you now. I just said she right. can't stand it. She gave me a Mark Martin hat that was autographed. Oh, that wow. Neat? That is really awesome. Where did uh, you get that? eBay, I think. Oh, and, awesome. And uh, she actually got, she got me three hats this right, like right now coming up for Christmas here. One of them is that autographed Mark Martin. Another one is an all over print. Mark Martin, like with that, that 1998 paint job style. And uh-huh. uh, it's a really neat looking hat. It just says Martin real big across the whole front and side of it. Oh, and nice. uh, another one was a Davy Allison fan club exclusive Texaco have one hat. That's Amazing. crazy. I didn't know that they made that. But hats, I, I love hats. NASCAR hats when it comes to. I mean, I have a couple t-shirts and some die casts, but I guess that's not really swag. Die casts aren't really swag, but that's just merch, right? Swag, right. I think, is something you wear. Yeah, I think, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, mm-hmm. right? Swag and merch and stuff, you know? But my personal favorite think, pieces are those know. those hats. Uh, I love NASCAR hats. And we, we got one signed by Chase Elliott, too. We got a couple signed. The Hooters one signed by him. And just... I got a Dale Jarrett one signed somewhere. Uh, I actually found that at a flea market. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's my thing. Hats. That's my big thing. I I just can't wear them all the time because I only got one head. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right there, pal. Um. So my... It's such a vanilla answer. Uh, obviously, I, I literally wear a, a Rowdy Energy hat everywhere I go, whether it's uh, I have two or I'm sorry, three all white Rowdy Energy hats. I have one all black one and a black and white one that I don't really wear very mm-hmm. often. But, you know, that's not so much NASCAR as it is just Kyle Bush branding. So uh, counts. to answer the question, I say it counts. OK, so uh one thing that I wear more than that, the reason I love like weather, you know, like uh, what am I trying to say? What season are we, we are in right winter. now? Fall. Oh, we're in fall still. Yeah, that's right. We're in winter another two weeks, right? Right, pretty much. So like fall weather, like 
you know, when you can start wearing jackets and hoodies and stuff, I love wearing this Kyle Busch mm-hmm. Motorsports fleece zip-up jacket. It is so warm, uh, so comfortable. I wear it, I mean, as, as soon as it drops under, you know, 65 degrees, I'm wearing it all the way until it's about 70. <laughs> like, I love this thing. Right now, it's covered in white dog hair. <laughs> Uh, can't seem to really get that out of there, uh, but I will not give up on it. And if I do, I will just buy a new one because they are super comfortable. Jackets are really cool. When you get the uh, like, I, I when I think NASCAR jacket, I think of like the the uniform looking jacket. You know, it yeah. has a big sponsor logo, maybe a number, and a bunch of other sponsors on the side of it. Um, big sponsor on the back with a name somewhere on it. It looks like a uniform. It's just a heavy jacket. I have one. Uh, I have two right now, actually. I have a uh, 1996 Miller one from Rusty Wallace, and I also have his last oh, nice. call from 2004, and that was leather. Ooh, um, nice. I had a Tony Stewart one at one point. Uh, that's long since been trashed because it's just didn't last. But yeah. do you remember a time in the early 2000s where those jackets the sponsor jackets hit uh, like hip hop culture real big. Oh my goodness. Yes, sir. I saw so many Miller light, rusty Wallace M&Ms. jackets. I saw I, a lot of M and M's, um, a lot of like candy stuff, like, or product yeah. things like cheeses and different products like that. Yeah. I, I see a lot of Miller light. I see a lot of Dale jr. Uh, number uh, eight, red Budweiser. Uh, but I do see a lot of Eminem's, but most of the time they're not Kyle Bush. It's Elliot. Mm-hmm. Sadler. Yeah. That, that long ago. Yeah. But I did have, uh, for Christmas one year, I did get a Kyle Bush, same jacket you're talking about, but it was red, mm. red Eminem's. And I was like, like peanut butter M&Ms he's or never something. Wo- yeah, but it was way before the peanut butter Eminem paint scheme. So I'm not quite sure what they based that off of, but it was really cool. But oh man, that's that thing. I don't know. I have no idea where it's going, yeah. <laughs> where it is right now. So the funny thing about when it hit that uh, hip hop culture hard like that, I don't feel like they knew the drivers that they were sporting. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I'm no, I'm not profiling or anything, but something tells me they really didn't know that they were sporting like, Kurt Bush. <laughs> I was like, oh, Kurt yeah. Bush fan, huh? I was like, who? I'm like, oh, Miller Light, man. That's cool, Jack. <laughs> yeah, Miller Light. Go, let's get drunk. I, I feel like that yeah. was what was going on there because I also saw cars riding around my town with the spinners and stuff back then that were painted up like a sponsor, too. Like, oh, we had a uh, Sunkiss car riding around town for a long time. The whole car was orange and white with blue on it and had Sunkiss logos all over it with spinners. Yeah, and he come that's... out probably wearing a Sunkiss jacket. That's just, that was the culture back then. You know, I, I thought it was funny. They were giving, they were giving money to NASCAR. They didn't even know it. So let me, let me mm-hmm. ask you this. It, I have a friend right now and he's a great friend. Actually, shout out to him. He actually just uh, bought a two pack of the Dale Earnhardt, 164 scale uh, f- uh raced version when he flipped i think it was at talladega and he 
try to continue racing. Was that not Talladega? Are you talking about you talking about Dale Earnhardt Senior? Oh, that's yeah, Dale Earnhardt Senior. Yeah, I just opened uh, with a one sixty four scale of that. Yeah, so it was a two pack that one was like the original black and you know silver mm-hmm. uh, Goodrich, and then the other one was color yeah, chrome. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was nice enough. Uh, his name is Austin. He's uh, I used to work with him as the correction officer and stuff. He's a great guy. Uh, he actually, as like a friendship thing, he kept the black and the the intimidator colors, and I took the color chrome. Uh, but he's a big, big fan of uh, Dale Earnhardt. Uh, huge fan of Dale Earnhardt. So he <laughs> went out and bought a, I don't know, it was like a Monte Carlo. Of course, it's black, and he's in the process of putting decals on. Uh, trying to make it look like a, the Dale Earnhardt car. And he is really, really excited to drive it around town. So my question to you is, <laughs> I'm kind of digging myself in a hole right now, but like, is that cringe? Or is that like, you go, man. You know, we had a uh, we had somebody that did that in my town in the uh, late 90s that did it to a truck. Okay. He had a, a NASCAR truck and he rode around town. It was black with like checkered flag print down the bottom of it with like uh-huh. yellow, uh, you know, like the Goodyear yellow tires on it and everything. Yeah. And I think he put a three on it, like a full Earnhardt three. I always thought it was kind of neat to see me personally. I mean, yeah. Whenever. I, I don't know how much they do it nowadays because I haven't seen it in a while, but whenever we go to Talladega, once in a while you'd see a, a Ford Thunderbird from like 1988 or so painted up like Bill Elliott or Davey Allison yeah. or something, and you'd see plenty of threes out there. I, I remember one time I, I saw Pontiac Grand Prix painted up just like Cal Petty, like his uh, Mellow oh. Yellow car. Oh, yikes. No, yikes, nothing. That's his best-looking paint scheme. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's true, but... Kyle well, okay, we'll put a 51 like, on it instead of 40T. Okay, see, I'm <laughs> cool with that. That's fine. Um, but that is a separate thing, being at the races and seeing that. Yeah. I used to have a lot of numbers on my cars, but they were small, like they would go in the back window. You know, like yeah. I had a white two that went on the back of my car. I had a 20. I had, oh. I mean, I, but I mean, they were like five or six inch numbers. Yeah, for sure. And every car I had, I had about a five or six number of the 53 on the back of when I was racing. Well, yeah. I never had one that went down. I have thought about doing that to my 72 Charger when I had it. Get it painted up like Richard Petty's Charger. Yeah. That might be different because that's kind of historical. Right. Right. But I don't know. I I go back and forth on it. I'm like, it's cool to see, but I, like, I wouldn't, don't think I'd do that. Yeah. So uh, the way Austin's talking is like, he wants the little sponsor. Like he wants the uh, secondary the sponsors. He, yeah. Yes. Like he's going to make it look like it was just off the racetrack. But the only difference is he's like even putting bucket seats in and everything. But the only thing is that, you know, he'll just be getting out like a normal mm-hmm. car. Uh, there's some people that I see, you know, post pictures about their cars and stuff. And I, I'm not trying to 
start heat or you know get heat or anything like that but there's a particular person that i i see them posting stuff about their cars and i cringe (laughs) so so much and i will send you pictures of what i'm talking about after we get off here and just so you can see what i'm talking about like things like that like if you're gonna if you're a that much of a fan of somebody and you go and buy a big decal and put it on your hood and the side of your car but like you don't you know you don't dress it up like a race car like it doesn't have a number i think it actually does have a number but oh man it just it's to me i think that is the cringiest thing ever uh yeah kind of Kind of, yeah. I can see a place for it where it wouldn't be, and everybody be like, "Oh, that's cool, look at that." And then I, pretty much every other place other than a racetrack would be like, "Huh?" Yeah, I mean, even with the little five or six inch number I had on the back of my car, my first car, it was just a white two. Even with that, right. I still got comments from people at school like, "Well, you think your car's a race car or something?" It's like, it's, like, it's just no. a number for a guy like. I mean, right. wasn't thinking too much about it. I could get a big number and put it on the side if you want me to. If I was 16, I probably would have done it. Now, don't get me wrong. When they start coming out with number eight mm-hmm. Kyle Busch you know, decals, I'm going to definitely get the one that I can put in the back window. Not a huge one, just one that's, yeah. like you said, maybe four or five inches big, whatever. Uh, they came out with one for Kyle Busch's 100th Xfinity Series career whatever and they made a decal of it and i i have that currently in the back of my truck uh back windshield or whatever you want to call it uh but like i I mean that's fine but like if you're gonna like get like these 12 inch 13 inch freaking decals and put on the side of your car like whoa hang on let's talk about it first you know what i mean golly um speaking of uh you were talking about dale earnhardt and what he was going to do to his car i do want to Throw a quick shout out to Drew from Tales from the Estate. Uh, he sent me a little train set. Now this thing's probably about yes. uh probably about four inches long total with four cars in them. It's, it's got it's got the train car, it's got a uh it's got a separate car carrying a big number three, it's got a, another car carrying a race car number three. And it's got a caboose that says seven-time champion. I think it lists years on it. It's made of pewter. And, you know, I might not be the biggest Dale Earnhardt fan in the world. I don't ever claim to be. But something about the pewter stuff, especially that small, because it's roughly about 187 scale. You know know about what 187 scale looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smaller than the cars that you see on the pegs, the hot wheels and stuff, almost micro machine size, maybe a tad bigger. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about each car is about that size. And when I was a kid, my grandparents were actually members of the RCCA club of America and they would get little exclusive things. And one of them I remember distinctly was a keychain. It was a pewter keychain. It was a number one RCCA race car made a pewter and i remember i got a rusty wallace one once and i think i got a tony stewart one once it's just you know it it kind of means something to me the pewter stuff does so it's really really cool that he was willing to uh to send that i think his uh i think he said his mom 
gave it to him to see if maybe we wanted it. One of us wanted it. Yeah. And just really neat. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Say thank you. Shout out to to Drew's mm-hmm. mom too for being so thoughtful. You know, that was I mean, that was awfully thoughtful, you know, of her and and to to know that Drew's mom knows that you know we have a, a podcast about nascar just you know solidifies the fact that he talks about our podcast <laughs> to his parents and to his friends so shout out to drew but i actually have a shout out okay. as well i want to shout out mm. you because you gave me the best christmas present i have ever received in my life i am a big big advocate for buckshot jones I've mentioned his name every single episode. And I didn't even realize yeah, you try it. to work it in every and single episode. <laughs> I love Buckshot Jones so much. And like, he didn't, you know, amount to a lot in NASCAR, you know, it's kind of like the SA Rios of NASCAR. Uh, but I am a huge fan of Buckshot Jones. And, uh, you texted me about, a, uh, about two weeks ago or so. And you said that you had something planned for Christmas, like a Christmas gift. And I, I, for two weeks, I was like, man, I wonder what it is. I wonder if it's a shirt, you know, whatever. And you, and it finally arrived at my house. And I, I, right from the start, I knew it was a die cast of some sort, but I was like, okay, what? Yeah, what it was Kyle like Bush size. Car? You know, yeah. Like yeah, when I was a kid, was, I could always tell what Christmas presents were little NASCAR die casts because right. they, they wrap so uniquely. <laughs> So yeah, when so when FedEx delivered it, uh, I wasn't home, but I, I arrived home shortly after. And I saw the the shape of the package. I said, "Okay, it's a it's a diecast car, but I wonder what Kyle Busch what yeah. it is." You know, <laughs> immediately thought Kyle Busch, and uh, so you you asked me to to record, and I did. I had you know my eleven year old daughter helped me record it, so. <laughs> So we opened it and it took me a minute. I didn't I didn't quite know what it was. I was like, what is this? And then finally, you know, I opened it and I saw where it said buckshot. And I said, I'm pretty sure I said some explicit, <laughs> you know, words. And I was like, oh no way, dude. So I to my knowledge, I never knew that there was a 124 scale uh die cast of Buckshot Jones, and now I have it in my collection. So I'm very thankful for you for your wife, your family, everybody over there, you guys treat me so well. And I, I hope that I'm half the friend that you, to you that you are to me. Uh, I don't know if I'm your one of your best friends, but you are definitely one of my best friends. So thank you so much. Very much appreciate it. And I have a Buckshot Jones diecast car. I'm super excited about it. Oh, man, it's nothing to it, man. It's, it's just cool to cool that you could actually find that. You know, because sure. like, yeah, there were a few buckshot elites out there. Oh, they weren't called elites back then, but uh, the action, because uh, I think that was an RCCA action buckshot. Uh, yeah, they made plenty of racing champion ones because, you know, racing champions back in the late 90s, they made everybody. And right. I did find plenty of racing champions ones out there, but just something was different about what well, I think it's one of one of twenty five hundred or something like that, some weird number. And uh, yeah. it's a bank on top of that, which some of these diecasts back yeah. in the day, I don't know if they still do it or not, but some of these diecasts back in the day, they're, they're piggy banks. They have blacked out windows right. and a coin slot in the back window. You can drop your coins in. I don't think you know, anybody that ever does this. But there's also, if you flip it over, most of them have a key on the bottom yep. of them, and you can unlock the bank from the bottom of the trunk. 
with that little key. And it's just a neat little touch. Uh, I know my grandfather had a ton of banks. He loved collecting the banks. I don't know why. I don't know if I ever had a bank. Yeah. Eventually, they got to where they, they quit making the bank and with the uh, windows blacked out. And the bank part was just a trunk, which pretty much rendered it useless. Because what you going to fit in the trunk of a 124 Scott die cast? A couple of dimes. Right. You know? Right. So, obviously, that that part of the, like the functionality of that collector collector's item went out, went out the window. So it just became a collector's item, but yeah, I was, I think it's a 1999 or 2000 aqua fresh Pontiac grand prix. Yes. Really neat. Fine. I was, I'm glad I was able to find that for you. I was tickled pink when I finally like saw the word buckshot. I was like, no way, dude, that's so cool. We have, Three things left real quick and okay. we can get on out of here. Doesn't uh, Caitlin? Have yes. A that's one of the three things. Okay. Before okay, cool. I go into Caitlin's question, uh, I have two random facts and one of them is NASCAR related. One of them is not in honor of Perfect. Tales from the estate since they are coming up on their 100th anniversary, 100, yes. 100th episode, not 100th anniversary. Goodness gracious. Holy moly. Okay. Their 100th episode is coming up. I think they're on like, I think 97 or 99 will be the next one that comes out. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to give a random fact. One of them okay. will be non NASCAR related. And I got to ask you before I give you this fact Do you enjoy chocolate milk? I hate Good. it. If you enjoy chocolate milk, please don't listen to this. I might ruin it for you. Okay, you've been warned. Okay. Uh oh. Do you know why certain milk is designated as chocolate, and some of it stays white? I am so so scared about what you're about to say, but no, I do not. Me know. and my wife learned this in our first year of trucking. Oh, Apparently, in these big dairy farms and stuff, sometimes. When you milk a cow, there might be a little blood in the milk. Oh, and no. they can clean it as much as they want. They will never, ever truly get that pink tint out of the milk. It's clean. It is absolutely clean. But if something is stained, it's stained. You know? So what do they do to cover up the stain? They fill it with chocolate. Are you? I am kidding not kidding me? you. That's exactly how that works. Oh man! Unless you take white was, milk and you put your own dang chocolate uh, syrup in it, if you buy pre-purchased, like pre-mixed chocolate milk from like Barbers or something, that's why they can't sell it as white milk because it's pink. Ain't nobody gonna buy pink milk. Uh, <laughs> man, I I do not drink milk. The only time I ever drink milk is in my cereal or i love cottage cheese uh i don't drink milk at all uh but man you just ruined that for me if i ever wanted to well, like i you said know, you could always mix it yourself if you love chocolate milk i suggest if that bothers you which i don't know really if it should because it covers up the color and the color is the only thing off-putting about it you know i mean it's oh. you eat meat with blood in it 
Oh yeah, don't yeah. I mean, me. I, I cut into I cut into <laughs> a, a medium rare steak. It's a puddle of red on the plate. So, oh, man. I mean, it, it probably isn't that big a deal if you really think about what we do eat. But yeah, you know, some people might be a little weirded out about that. I definitely <laughs> am for sure, and I'm not a milk fan, so that's awesome. That that's the one non NASCAR random fact. There's a a random NASCAR fact that will lead into Caitlin's question. Okay. I'm going to, I actually, I'm going to ask you this question here. I'm going to ask you, Oh God, who has the most second place finishes in the history of NASCAR? Don't look it up. Uh, Mark no. Martin. No. Uh, I thought Mark Martin too. Uh, uh, Harry Gant. Richard Petty has the most second place finishes. No, can kidding. you imagine how many second place finishes he has? You know he has two hundred wins. How many second oh place goodness. finishes do you think he has? Jeez Louise! I'll give you a higher low on it. Oh man, uh, how many second place finishes Richard Petty has? Uh, three hundred. Uh, go lower. Lower. Uh. It's not more than his win total. Okay, so let's. <laughs> okay, it's still uh, high. I hope not, but it's not more Good than two hundred. Uh, let's say one hundred seventy-four. I'll, I'll, I'll stop it there. It's one hundred fifty-seven. One hundred fifty-seven oh, wow. second place finishes. So he was put in potential God. of winning three hundred and fifty-seven races. Jeez. I mean, if imagine if he had won half of those. Yeah, he'd have 274 oh, wins man. or something like that. Jeez, he already thought yeah. he was it was unobtainable as it is. Yeah, wild. And the fact that he finished second 157 extra times, that's insane. I never would have thought Oof. that. I, I came across that looking up some things that Caitlin's going to ask about. If you were to go to a NASCAR trivia night, how do you think you would do? Oh, well, I wouldn't do good. <laughs> well, I missed that. that. Um, so I really, really love this question. So kind of, Drew kind of yeah, hit he, on it. A, I think he nailed bit. it. I think Drew pretty much nailed the answer. If it was, you know, anything from 2000 on, maybe, I mean, now I was born in 94. So like maybe like give me 2000. 2002 i remember a lot of uh from 2002 on i could probably do pretty well anything before 2000 2022 or 2002 i'll be guessing i have no idea yeah like like right off the top of my head i i i base my era like i know a couple of random things from a long time ago like red byron being the first you know, uh, NASCAR champion and, yeah. uh, the first NASCAR race, the first sanctioned NASCAR race was at Charlotte. Um, I know things like that or the first, uh, race at Darlington, the winner just rode around the bottom of the racetrack at like 45 miles an hour, saving his tires. And he was the only one didn't pit. So he won <laughs> right. by like yeah. some crazy, like seven or eight laps, maybe more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know random stuff like that, but right. I think my knowledge really comes into play when, when I know the championships. 
So like once okay. I yeah. can start naming champions and once I stop naming champions, that's when I think I don't know as much anymore. You know, like yeah. like 79 was Earnhardt. I wanna say I wanna say maybe 76, 77, 78 was Kelly Arborough. Maybe. Right. I could be wrong on those years. But 80 was probably uh, Waltrip. 82 was Waltrip. 83 was Bobby Allison. 84 was Terry Labonte. 85 was Daryl Waltrip. 86 was Earnhardt. 87 was Earnhardt. 88 was Elliott. 89 was Wallace. 90 was Earnhardt. 91 was Earnhardt. 92 was Kawicki. 93 was Earnhardt. 94 was Earnhardt. 95 was Jeff Gordon. 96 was Terry Labonte. 97 was Jeff Gore, 98 was Jeff Gore, 99 was Dale Jarrett, 2000 was Bobby Labonte, 2001 was Jeff Gordon, am I right? Yeah, Jeff Gordon was 2001, 2002 yeah. was Tony Stewart, 2003 was Matt Kenseth, 2004 was Kurt Busch, 2005, maybe Tony Stewart again? Uh, Tony Stewart? See, that's what I'm starting to get, because I know Jimmy Johnson won five in a row there, at some point in that, I believe that started in 2006. At that point, I'm, I get at that point, I lose it. So that's the cutoff around 2004 is going to be about the uh, the spots where I'm not going to know anymore. If I remember right, 2005 was Tony Stewart, 2006 was Jimmy Johnson's five in a row, all the way to 2010. Then 20, uh, Tony Stewart won in 2011. Kozlowski, Johnson, Harvick, Kyle Busch won in yeah, 2015. Harvick did win one. Johnson maybe, didn't he? won. Yep, 2014. Johnson wins in 2016. Truex, uh, Logano, Kyle Busch in 2019. Elliot, Larson, Logano. And is that off memory? That's See, off look, memory, This is yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. It's exactly what Drew said. I named all mine yeah. off memory. Yeah. And you picked up just about where I left off. So yep. together we would have done really good in a in a trivia night. Like right. my prime era is eighties and nineties. And I know some things from seventies, sixties. Like who won the first Talladega race? Ooh. Richard Burkhouse. I don't know. Oh yeah, not a chance. You know the story about the first Talladega race, right? I believe I do. What like most of the drivers uh they they kind of unionized a little bit and left the track yeah. because uh, Goodyear didn't have a good tire, but Goodyear brought a tire at the last minute that worked. So Bill France just signed up a bunch of like touring cars, like uh like Grand Am type cars. A lot of Mustangs and stuff were in the field, a lot of smaller, more compact cars that weren't running nowhere near as fast as the cup guys. So the yeah. one guy left out there with Dodge backing, Richard Brickhouse and the Daytona, he won. Go figure. Uh, that's yeah. wild. His I only know, win. So you're kind of with champions. I'm kind of the same way with the Daytona 500. I was very, very obsessed with the Daytona 500. And I can do that and up to a I, point too. But after a point, I can't name oh, it anymore. Because I can go from 94 to current. But anything before 94, because I was born in 94, I could not tell you. So 85 was Elliot. 86. Uh, did Jeff Bodine win the Daytona 500? He did. Uh, 86. Yeah, 80. For Hendrick. Yeah. 
87, I don't know. I think it was, was it Bill Elliott for Melling? Eight. Was it Melling? I don't know. I know 88 was Bobby Allison. 89 was Derek Waltrip. 90 was Derek Cope. 91 was Ernie Irvin. 92 was Davey Allison. 93 was Dale Jarrett. 94, 95 was Sterling Marlin. 96, that was Dale Jarrett. No, Jarrett 97 yep. was Jeff Gordon. 98 was Earnhardt. Hart. 99 yep. was Dale Jarrett. <clears throat> or was it? No, 99 was Jeff uh, Gordon. 90, Jeff 2000 Gordon, yeah. was Dale Jarrett. That was the boring one. Yes. Uh, yeah. 2001 was Michael Waltrip. 2002 yep. was Ward Burton. Ward yeah, Ward. 2003 was Michael Waltrip again. Amazing. Yep. Two-time Daytona 500 yeah. winner. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, 2004. That's where I start to lose a little bit. I'll pick yeah. it up. It's Dale uh, Jr. Yeah, of course. Got his first one. And then 2005 was Jeff Gordon. 2006 was Jimmy Johnson. 2007 was Harvick. 2008 was Newman. 2007. Just, 2009 was uh, Matt Kenseth, I believe. 2010 was Jamie McMurray. Trevor Bain was 2011. Uh, 2012 was Matt Kenseth. 2013 was Jimmy Johnson. 2014 was Dale Jr. again. Uh, 2015 was Joey Logano, which I, which we brought up yesterday or last week, and I couldn't remember. 2015 was Joey Logano. 2016 was Denny Hamlin. Kurt Busch was 2017. Austin Dillon was 2018. Denny Hamlin goes 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. Michael McDowell in 2021, and then Austin Sindrick was 2022. See, you pick up right where I left off. Yep. So that's time. that's pretty much it. I would do really good until about 2004, and then you would do yeah. really good 2004 and beyond. So yeah. I feel like if we ever do an NASCAR trio, we need to go together. Oh, yeah, yeah. we have to. You're my drafting partner, I, pal. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take the Tandem. old stuff. You take the new stuff. Yes, sir. Let's so, yeah, go. I do think we do pretty good, but we'd have to do good as a team. We couldn't. Not yeah, as a team, we'd be okay. Individually, I would be no, I'd be eating your dust. I don't know about that. As soon as they start spouting off anything in the current generation, I'd be like, I don't know. It all runs mm-hmm. together. Talk about who was the first Daytona 500 in 1959. I know it's Lee Petty, but golly, well, he I didn't mean, take the win Lee's, first. Man. That's Johnny true. Bochamp took the win first. They called yeah. Lee Petty winner a couple That's, days later. Do you know who has the most Daytona 500? Richard Petty, points? seven. Oh, well, perfect. I mean, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you're right. Absolutely. Do you know who comes close to second? Oh, who's close? Uh, Jeff Gordon, probably. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was Kill Yarbrough with four. Maybe, yeah. Gordon and Hamlin both have three. Yeah, Hamlin's got to be up there too now. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I mean, Richard Petty. If it's pretty much if it's something classic and old like that, Richard Petty's gonna be the answer to it. Yeah. Like, oh, who absolutely. has the most wins at Martinsville? Richard Petty. Richard I mean, Petty. Who has yeah. the most most wins anywhere? Just about who has the most? Uh, he might. He might have the most Southern Five Hundred wins. I don't know. 
Oh, that's a good question. He might. I don't know. Southern 500 is different than just Darlington. You know, who has the most Darlington wins is yeah. a different question. Who has the most Southern 500 wins? Absolutely, 100%. But uh, I think that's going to do it for the show. A bunch of random stuff on this episode. I'll tell you. But uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we want to thank the uh, podcast drafting partners. Feel free to send a commercial as soon as you want to. Or or not, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do. Anybody I'm list, I'm I'm, I'm going to list off, read and list off. If you send a commercial, we'll put it out in the middle of one of our episodes. No problem. Just something fun to do. We like to uh, do that for these these guys here. And plus, it would kind of shrink this rundown a little bit where we got to talk about them so much. They can just talk about themselves. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Fully Postal Wrestling Figure Podcast. Jeff, I will give you some pointers on the recorder. Just let me know for a small <laughs> monthly fee for a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> for a commercial, yeah. <laughs> uh drunk wrestling history uh doing the favor i almost i almost got in the money on this past one i almost got in the money i was in second place for a little bit there but uh, i didn't work out everybody picked the same people i did and this one person i picked really stunk up the show and didn't get any points so it kind of dropped me out a little bit but that's all right uh positively pro wrestling podcast the lap traffic podcast uh howling with the wolf with jason wolf and his awesome chop shop just waiting on the new figures to come through. And uh, also check out Magic and the Mouse. It's a Disney World podcast that uh, from a couple friends. Uh, interesting, fun listen to if you're into that. And uh, who you got, Ethan? Yeah, so really fast, I got Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. You know it's fake, right? TV Toy Cast with Brian Breaker and Travis Fowler. Uh, no Holds Barred with the legendary Bill Benis. Uh, Tales from the Estate with our friends Caitlin and Drew Vinsel. Uh, pulling up a chair with our friend Tim at a Chair Shot uh, podcast, spotlighting the Fit Life community. Awesome. Uh, Lionel Racing, the official diecast producer of NASCAR. Of course, Rowdy Energy, the official energy drink of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. And that is all. Hey, I got. congrats to uh, Tim also for winning that ringside contest. Yeah. Me, I've never won anything from ringside. Good for you. Yeah, I, I actually did uh, well, a couple of years ago, but it was this uh, oh, god-awful uh, Macho Man Halloween costume, and it was just that silver and black cape. I have that. You That's know what not I'm awful. Oh, my gosh. So I opened, the, I opened it, and I put it on, and it was just glitter, and things just fell off it, and I was like, this is... Oh, okay. Who made it? <laughs> no. Mattel. No, yeah, they did. Yeah, are you sure it's the same? Jacks made that. The gold and the gold, like silver and gold, um, cape, just the cape. It was in a box. No, it came with a, it came with a figure too. It came with a figure. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Then yeah. I thought you were talking about the cape. Yeah, this was just a couple years ago, like three years. Yeah, ago. that mean that's right when Toys R Us was closing. That's when, that's when the uh, cape was out. Because it hit, it hit Toys R Us stores. Yeah, it was it was a uh, elite uh, Macho Man that came with it. Which I which are you again, talking about was... the defining moments? I thought you were talking about the. Uh, I thought you were talking about a costume. No, it wasn't a no. I'm sorry, it wasn't a costume. All it was was just a simple cape, and then it came with a, a an elite figure. 
Uh, I think they, I think they have John Cena with it, or not in the same package, but like in the same wave or the same series or whatever. But I think that came with like wristbands and something. I don't know. It was, I mean, it was okay. It was whatever. But the the, the primary point we're trying to make is yeah. congratulations, <laughs> Tim. That's awesome. I don't. I have no idea what you're <laughs> talking about as far as what you want. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to find a picture or something because I don't know how to explain it. It was dog trash anyway. So, well, I mean, you win something anyway, right? I <laughs> yeah, want like yeah, I won cool. something from Funko one time on their thing. Oh. Like you know, they have these little things like retweet, they take this for a chance to win this, and retweet this for a chance to win that. And I actually won something from one time, but it was like a a Rick nice. Flag Funko Pop. A yeah, what? a Rick Flag. You have to really know your um, Suicide Squad to know who Rick Flag oh. is. I don't. I He's don't the even, most I've ever uninteresting it. part of the first movie. Oh. He's just oh, that's a exciting. basic human being. No powers, no nothing. Okay. He's just a Marine guy or Army guy or whoever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great win. Awesome. Yeah. You give away all these exclusives Spe- and stuff, and I get the five dollar Rick Flag figure I can see everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, talking about contests and stuff. As of today, Lionel Racing just announced on Twitter that they're they have a mystery authentics box set. It's going to have one Xfinity car, one Truck Series diecast. Uh, what was it? Uh, chase piece. And some other things in it, but you have to like, retweet, and uh, comment on your what your favorite Christmas song is. <laughs> so if you go to at Lionel, I think it's Lionel underscore racing on Twitter, I'm always retweeting their stuff. So just go to Viva La Ethan and look down my profile and you'll see it. Uh, go follow them and, and go follow the directions in order to try to win some authentic speaking of twitter you can find us on all the social media platforms at in the marvels pod that's twitter and instagram you can also find us on facebook just search in the marvels with soda and ethan you can email the show any questions or comments or anything like that at in the marvels pod at gmail.com and uh if you feel like supporting the show if you go to watermaneuver.net you can uh search by store click on in the marbles and there's our shirts right there it's a great way to support the show and uh Before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, all And we'll see you next time in the marbles. How am I going to put my thumb back there?